Welcome back, everybody, to Thy Strong Word. I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. We're looking at a new book of the Bible. We got Joshua chapter 1. We're back into the story, these Bible stories. Uh, yes, it is still the Old Testament. We have uh, Pastor John Lekumski with us here, pastor from Southern Illinois, uh, also the host of Wrestling with the Basics on uh, KFUO, 9 a.m. Central Time. And uh, yeah, you were mentioning, yeah, when are we going to get out to the New Testament again? <laughs> well, well, I mean, three quarters of the Bible is the Old Testament. Yeah, so okay. you, you have to, if you're going to read the whole Bible, guess what? You have to read the Old Testament <laughs> three times as much as you do the New Testament. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's just math. I didn't make it up. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just read the first half, roughly, of Joshua chapter one. And yeah, we were just, I, I liked what you were saying there about the Hebrew word there in verse nine for command, right? Have I not commanded you? Yeah, I mean it does it does mean command. I don't think it's like yeah, a I'm wrong translation, yeah. but but it does it does have like you said like it has the idea still of um like a establishing something, like you know, putting something into effect. That's or, a good uh, word. Yeah, establish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, like uh, like you you mentioned in uh, commission, um sometimes even like entrusting oh, perhaps, I love you that. know. Yes, you know, so yes. there's there's like a yeah, there's there's a little there's a little depth there and the idea is, you know, God God's creating something, and, and and the reality that he's creating here is that he's made a promise um, on this land. And so when Joshua puts his foot down in that land, well, God's going to be there. Why? Because Joshua is, like, so awesome, and because Joshua is, like, you know, he believes in himself? No, because God has promised to be there. And so that's what we were getting at before, that, you know, the, the, the heart of this this whole thing is that God's promised to be there that's why we can have confidence and have faith. You know, you don't have confidence and faith that God's going to do whatever you want, because guess what? He didn't promise to do whatever you want. He promised he was going to do what he wanted to do. And so that, that's that's the two-part thing for us, that, you know, we, we go to where God's promised to be. So we go to his word. You know, we go to, to his people. We go among his people where his word and sacraments are on Sunday mornings, and hopefully uh, during Advent, Wednesday evenings, or whenever else that might be. Uh, we we receive those sacraments, trusting those words. That's where God's promised to be. And the difficulty, right, is that for Joshua here, um, there's going to be some times when they fail. Yes. Not not yes. everything is going to be successful. And so we would say, what is, is the is the promise broken? Like, is is God like you know he's only like I don't know ninety percent like fulfilling what he said? Like, well, no, it, it's conditional here. It said you you shall meditate on the book of the law day and night. You know you're gonna follow what I say and guard my words. If you don't, then I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be with you when you go headlong into to sin and straying and evil and wickedness. I'm not going to be there in that. I'm not going to bless that. Why would I do that to you, uh, to commend that sort of thing to you? And so that, that just highlights the need for Jesus because, you know, uh, we lest we feel like, oh, maybe this whole church thing just isn't working out. It's 2019, you know, maybe it's <laughs> It's lost some of its its <laughs> appeal, right. some of its relevance, yeah. right? But the thing is, there, there's there's no wavering in the true Joshua in Jesus. It, yeah, he fulfills the promise of God perfectly because he does, he did, he will uh, meditate on the book of the law day and night. I mean, like he is the word of God himself. So the promise, you never have to worry about it lapsing or, or, or it, oh, it didn't, it, it didn't work out this time or it expired or, oh, this time the sacrament didn't actually forgive, you know, sometimes these things happen. No, 
uh, that's what you get with the true Joshua. So, so if if things don't work out, uh, and it's because of your sin, uh, you go back and meditate on the Word. That's the commandment here, uh, which, as you said, is actually for us, Jesus Christ. And you learn, oh, that's right, we are sinners. So I need to repent of that and realize that's why Jesus died, so that my sins are forgiven. If things don't work out just because not necessarily you did anything wrong, but they just don't work out, again, you meditate on the Word, and Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Even Christians have suffering and trials, as did our Lord and Savior. But again, he promised to deliver us, and indeed, as he was resurrected, so we will be resurrected. So that's why yeah. the emphasis on meditate on the Word. That's where you got to go. As soon as you start looking to yourself and to your strengths and everything, it's going to go haywire. But you keep the focus on the Word, and, and then you'll say, okay, we got the promises. Uh, I, I'm not going to get what I want. That wasn't the promise, as you said. But right. we will. everything God said, that that's how it's going to be. Um, That's right. Before we leave these verses, because I know we got to yeah. press on, just real quick, because it's one of my favorite passages, that business about not going off to the right and the left. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I just like that because I think there's a tendency sometimes that we think there's one way, and that's the way we've got to follow. And and I think you got to realize, no, there's a sin on the right, there's a sin on the left. And often when we go after that one thing, we just end up in the other ditch on the road. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, God, no, there, there's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom there. There's there's always at least two ways to break one of God's commandments, yes, right? Yeah. Like it's, uh, and we, we, it's, and it's unfortunate because we often do this to, I think probably to make our, ourselves feel better. Yes. Um, un, unduly so, um, uh, because we'll go and compare ourselves and we'll be like, Hey, look at all those people going off to the right and straying yes. from God's command. Look, I would, I would never do that. Meanwhile, here we are way deep in the ditch on the left, <laughs> right? Like we have gone even worse than the people who went off to the right. Right. I mean, I mean so that's just the thing is, this is like, a our Lord saying, "Hey, before you pull out the speck, look, take a look at that log in your own eye." I mean, it's th there's there's always a, a spectrum here, and it seems like very often, especially in these days of polarization, that that we forget that you can go uh, you can go far too off track either direction. And, and you're absolutely right. If we're doing it as we're thinking we're so much better than those people that went off in the other ditch, right? Just yeah. like the Pharisee. Oh, thank God I'm not like those other men. <laughs> right. No, so, that's right. That's right. All right. I just had to throw that in because I, I just— Yeah, no, like thank that. you. And I have to constantly remember that myself. I'm not criticizing somebody else because it's so easy for me to do it, too. No, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's so yeah, sure something that we it right. all yeah. have to yeah. constantly yeah. remind yeah. ourselves of that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and read the second half now of the chapter here. We went through verse 9, so picking it up at verse 10, the second half. And I, I really like this because this really does just follow off of what we read in Numbers, especially the part about the Transjordan yes. territory. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. But so here, here we go. Verse 10. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people, pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, Prepare your provisions, for within three days you are to pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land that Moses gave you beyond, beyond the Jordan. But... All the men of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers and shall help them until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he has to you. And they also take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving to them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and shall possess it, the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. And they answered Joshua, 
All that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. So really interesting. They they actually repeat the thing that yes. God's been saying yeah. at the end, yeah. right? Only be strong and courageous. And it's really interesting how they I mean, you know, you know, there are these moments where God's people actually sounds like they're God's people, right? And we actually kind of seem to say the right thing. <laughs> it doesn't, not all the time, but there, there are certainly these moments. And, uh, you know, you know, they say uh, in, in verse 17, only may the Lord your God be with you. You know, they recognize that it's because of the promise that, that God spoke, you know, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's cool that it's uh, that, that form there. It's, you know, may he be, Yahweh with you. I mean, it's sort of yes. like, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, may, may he be, he will be uh, again, again, playing off that divine name that, that Moses received at the burning bush. So, um, yeah, all, all about the promise, all about who God is that he's promised to make all this happen. So, so the way I actually hear that phrase, only be strong and, um, courageous, what he's saying is only have faith have faith. Yeah. And, and, and then that's the thing we say, well, how can I have faith? Because now I've got this fortified city that no one has been able to overcome. And yeah. that's the point. Well, then meditate on the word then, huh? Maybe that's what you ought to do. Quit worrying about the city. Quit worrying about what you're capable of doing, but go back and meditate on that word and remember the promises he's made and then just do what he told you to do. Uh, and, and of course, man, now I'm jumping to the other story, but I'm thinking what he tells you to do, of course, is ridiculous. That's not going to help, but that's okay. <laughs> that's not the yeah, point. That's right. We yeah, don't no, no, no. That's just right. have faith. Be strong that, that's and right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up, um, you know, before we read this, you, you mentioned, uh, what our Lord said, yeah. uh, whoever would follow me must take up his cross and follow me. Right. Yes. yes. Um, and, and that, that really works well with this, right? Because again, um, it's not that God's going to go with you wherever you go, wherever, whatever you want to do, he's going to help you with. No, nope, nope. he's going to be where he promises yeah. to be. He's going to do what he's promised to do. And so, I mean, that's just the thing. It's like, where, where has God promised to be? Well, he's promised to be wherever Jesus is. Yep. So you should go follow him if you want to ha- be where, where God is, right? I mean, that's the thing, right? He's, the, the promise to Joshua here is like, wherever you put your foot down, that's where I'm going to be. Of course, yes. it's only it's only going to work because Joshua is actually obeying God and doing what he says. Well, this, it's kind of the same thing with Jesus. I mean, like, I mean, Jesus is actually the only one who truly always obeys God. So it's like that's the guy you need to march behind <laughs> if you want to be where God is. So when when things you know blow up in our faces and things don't work out, like as you were saying, I think that one of the things we should consider is, well, hey, maybe I was trying to go somewhere where God didn't promise to be, right? Maybe I was trying to do something that God didn't promise that he wanted to do. Um, now, of course, the other side of that is like, just like you were saying, though, uh, maybe God's outlook on what success is, is a little bit different from ours, right? Yeah. I mean, after all, success for his son was dying on a cross. So perhaps, you know, we're, we're looking at it with the wrong perspective. But but yeah, you know, it, it's, the, it's the same thing. You know, here they are. Hey, we're going we're gonna to follow you, Joshua, because God's promised to be with you. That's what we're saying to our Lord Jesus. Hey, you know, you are the son of God. Um, you you are the one when you were baptized that God said, you are my son with you. I am well pleased. We're following you. Like what Peter said, you have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? And and so you're right. So if you're going to be where God is, that means you're going to be in suffering and in death 
and in sacrifice, right? But again, the beautiful thing with Jesus is we know if we die with Jesus, we'll rise with Jesus. So it's okay to be with Jesus in suffering and even in death. Um, and I'm thinking of what these people have experienced because 40 years in the wilderness, that doesn't seem like a really a good thing, <laughs> is that? <laughs> but but right. And you're right. It, actually, it wasn't where God wanted to be. God wanted to be in the promised land. You know, yeah. That was their fault. They were the ones that said we'd rather die in the wilderness. That wasn't God's idea. And yet, when we read this particular story here, it's remarkable the faith and the love that God has worked in these people. Because I would be willing to bet you that these tribes here, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, if we would go back to the beginning of the story, and, and they had received what God had promised them, I think they'd say, well, we're satisfied. We're done. We're okay. <laughs> you guys go take care of yourself. But now, after the 40 years in the wilderness, they're saying, we'll do that. These are our brothers. We're going to go fight with them, because this is the land God has promised all of us. Uh, right. And it's a remarkable act of faith and love on their part. I don't think they would have done that uh, before the 40 years in the wilderness. I, I think God's worked some things in these people as well in right. all that time. Well, well, we remember, uh, when we look back at numbers, just all the problems that we had with the Reubenites in oh, particular. Yeah. I mean, it was just, Reuben was pretty much always the tribe that had basically insurrection on its lips. They, they, they were pretty much behind every rebellion and uh, attempt on Moses's life and all the rest of it, right? And um, and, and they had to be, like, punished, like, several times. And, and the thing that's so amazing is... Um, God never wipes out the tribe of Ju of, of Reuben, right? Mm -hmm. you, you would you would think he would at some point, but but he never does. He always spares Reuben. Um, you know this this uh, tribe that's the descendants of the firstborn, right? Just he's okay. You're you're demoted. You, you don't have the privileged position. Judah is now number one, right? But I'm not getting rid of you. Uh, like I'm never giving up on you, right? So amazing, of course, and like you were saying, such mercy that Reuben's just even here still. Um, but but then, right, like if we recall what happened in Numbers, these are the tribes uh, that said, hey, 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 wait a second, hey, hold up, hold up, before we cross the river, this land looks really nice. Um, we have lots of herds, uh, we have lots of animals, this would be really fantastic, actually, if we could just stop right here, and you guys can go on ahead and cross the river and, you know, check that out. Um, and, and, and if we recall, <clears throat> when that happened, Moses is like, you Reubenites are at it again. Yes. Here you yes. are with your insurrection. I knew it. You know, I mean, like Moses, like <laughs> the first thing he says, he's just angry. You know, like, how, why would you say this? Let's just stop here. How could you? And, and, and what do they say? What do they say? They say, Moses, we swear if you give us this land, we will go fight with you. We, 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 will, we will go. We will stand by you, you know, arm in arm, you know, swords together. We will help our brothers take their possession um, on the other side of the Jordan. Okay. And so, and so this is Joshua basically saying, hey, guys, it's time for you to fulfill your oath. You know, this is, um, I'm sorry, like, I can't help it, but uh, I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings. And this this totally reminds <laughs> me, uh, it's not it's not exactly right, but it, it kind of reminds me of when Aragorn, um, he takes the, the the path, like, and finds those those warriors up in the mountains who had made this oath. And it's like a long time after they'd made this oath, and they'd actually broken faith. I mean, kind of like the Reubenites, they'd broken faith way too many times. But But here he was, he was like, look, um, you're going to follow me. You're going to make good on your promise, and you're going to help us fight this fight now. It, it might not be your fight, but you you promised, and this is what you need to do. And it's anyway, it's a really cool moment. And uh, because he is the true king, they they like actually just have to follow him, uh, which is of course a very cool illustration of Jesus. But, but but here he is, right? I mean, it's like here's Joshua, who is the in some ways he's kind of the the, the king um, now, you know, following after Moses. And he's like, hey, guys, you made this promise to Moses. Like, I'm going to cash in this promise now. 
And, and, and AJ, I really, really appreciate the context you're giving us there. So these Reubenites, these are not good people. These are people that have been a source of problem all along. And yet, ironically, they already have their promised land. God's yeah. already given it to them. You think, well, those kind of people, they should be made to wait till last. But no, God's yeah. grace has given it to them. But again, how that worked faith and love, because as you said, they made that vow and now they renew that vow. This is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, we're, we're going and, and we're doing it because we have learned that God's word is true and we can trust in God. Now we didn't, we didn't. There are a lot of times when we were the rebellious ones. We acknowledge that. But now we 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 know that God is good and, and that God keeps his word. And so yes, we will support and love our brothers. And that's what the Christian life is about. If there are people out there trying to be good Christians, they will just fail over and over again. You begin with realizing, no, we're not so good. And it's not in us to do these things. But man, the Lord died for us and he rose for us. And 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 then we're different. We're just, we're new creatures. That's what the Bible says. You, you cannot do it by the strength of your will, but you can do it by, as it says here, just meditating on his word and his promises, and particularly what has been done for us in Jesus. Right. Um, yeah, I wonder, you know, if, if anyone else had gone up to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and this half-tribe of Manasseh, um, you know, if anyone else had said, hey, you remember, like, a long time ago, you, yeah. made, a, you made a promise to Moses— you know, I mean, like, you get the feeling because of exactly what you said, you know, because we inherently on our own are not good people, yeah. you know, th they would have been like, oh, forget it, you know, whatever, you know, we said that a long time ago, that wasn't us, that was like our, our, our fathers and grandfathers, <laughs> right. why should we be held to what they said, right? But but here it is, it's Joshua who's speaking to them, and I think it's significant, you know, because they, they know that God speaks through Joshua. You know, I mean, they, they know what Joshua means. They, they know that Joshua, that he was with Moses the whole while. Um, you know, it's just like you were saying before, you know, be strong and courageous. I mean, in some ways, when he when, when God tells Joshua that, he's just saying, Joshua, be Joshua. Yes, You know, exactly. I mean, like, that, that, that's, the, that's the name that I gave you. I mean, because, I mean, the name, you know, it, it means, you know, um, Yahweh has saved, but remember also, like in, in the Old Testament context, save here means like conquer. Right. I mean, like his, his name means, you know, Yahweh has conquered, you know, and so that's why you can be strong and courageous. That's why he can have the good report as a spy and say, hey, guys, we can take him. Let's go. Let's take the land, right? Because he knows that, that Yahweh is going to be the one to conquer and all this. And so it's because they're faced with this man who, who speaks for God, who has the words of God, that faith is inspired in them, and they can be strong and courageous because they're following one who is strong and courageous, who does speak for God. I, I mean, and so that's and so that's how it is with us, you know, I mean, like if we were, you know, told like, Hey, you guys promised to be good people. We'd be like, Oh yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like that, that was, let me eat my donut and do my own thing now, <laughs> you know, but, but because Jesus is the one who speaks to us, I mean, like it, everything changes and he inspires faith in us. Well, and see, that's what they say, AJ, isn't it? Just as we obeyed Moses and all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord, your God be with you as he was with Moses. So we're not obeying you because you're Joshua. We're obeying you because the word of the Lord has come to you. Uh, the Lord is with you, and, and God grant us that that Lord would never leave you, because that's who we need. We, we don't need a Joshua. We need what well, we do. We need a Joshua, but we need a Joshua who has been given us by the Lord. Uh, yeah, right. And, 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 and yeah, and, and so you're right. And, and again, so my point is, it's all about faith. <laughs> right. They're not worried about obeying rules. They are worried, about, well, they're not worried about it, but, they, but they're following this, this faith they have that, okay, here's the Lord. We see what he's done, even though we've been on re-insurrection Boy, I'm really glad you brought that context. I forgot about the Reubenites being the troublemakers, and yet here the God 
is still using us. Isn't this remarkable? He still wants to use us. What a God of grace. Yeah. Yeah, and no, he's still it, giving it, it, us our land already. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and God, God has been in this whole story so gracious with the land. And when we remember, you know, back in Numbers 32, and um, there, there it is, you know, pay attention to the footnotes, right? Like there it is in the ESV. It was, um, where, where was it here? It's yeah. In verse 13, you got your little footnote there that, you know, recalls back in the it says C numbers 32, 20 to 28. You know, when you go and you look at that, right. Um, there's the episode, right. And Moses, you know, Moses at first being, um, angry and then saying, okay, here's the deal. But what's so interesting about that deal that, that they made, right. Moses said, right. Like, okay, look, if, if they fight with you guys, if they, if they join you in battle, right, if they come to your aid, then, okay, they make good on their promise, and they get to have this Transjordan area, yes. you know, the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and then half of the tribe of Manasseh. This is really interesting how Manasseh just splits in two, and they're like, well, half of us are going to take uh, this area that's beyond the Jordan, and half of us are going to go with everybody else. So Manasseh just ends up getting like a big uh, double portion, which you remember sort of makes sense because Manasseh's... Uh, one of the sons of uh, Joseph. And then we know that Joseph got this extra big blessing um, because of the role that he played right. in Genesis, right? Um, again, the, the promises of God. But so, uh, but the thing was, was so, what was so amazing about that promise that happened in Exodus 32 is that he says, okay, but if they don't, if they fail, right? If they, if they, they sin and they don't join us in battle, well, then they just have to inherit something over here west of the Jordan with the rest of us. I yeah. mean, that's, it's crazy. It's like, even if they were to say no right now, they would still have an inheritance. He still wouldn't be done with the Reubenites. I mean, it's, it's, it's God's so gracious with, with them and so gracious with us sinners, with us rebels, um, no matter how many times we have rebelled, God's grace abounds. So, so are you telling me, AJ, that I could be a dirty, nasty thief, in fact, such an evil person, that I'd be crucified, and yet in my dying breath, uh, Jesus would welcome me into his kingdom? Are you telling me that's <laughs> what he would do? <laughs> yeah, we, we, rem we remember that. We, we had that it was the last Sunday of the church here. That, that was the reading. Yeah. Um, but before, before Advent started up, you know, that, that amazing uh, moment between Jesus, our Lord, and the thief on the cross. Well, you know, the thief traditionally um, on his right. Yes. You know, that, that's sometimes uh, given, given the name Dismas or, uh, yeah. or, or Demas, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's an amazing moment, right? Because it's, he, again, he speaks in faith and he says, Lord, or he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And like, what a statement of faith. He's saying like to a man who's dying that you're going to have a kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does, what does that say about what he, what does it say That's about what right. he believes? That, yeah. that must mean that he believes that Jesus is being raised from the dead. I mean, and if he thinks that, that makes him like the only person on earth who thinks that because everyone else That's thinks right. he's just a goner. Everyone yeah. else is like, you know, on the road to Emmaus, they're like, ah, shoot, we picked the, the wrong Messiah again, you know? But yeah, no, that's right. It's all about, it's all about faith. As you've been saying, um, I'll give you the last last word here, like 10 to 15 seconds here. Okay, um, well, real but, quick, just just yeah. the word obey that was used at the end yes. here. We will obey you. And it's interesting that in the Hebrew, actually, that word, and I'm not saying this is a bad translation because that's the context. Again, I appreciate you're always bringing in words are determined by context, but the, the word actually means to listen. And I think mm -hmm. people need to know that's the heart of it. In fact, it is a word that is used to what God does for our prayers. Now, I don't think God obeys our prayers, sure. but he does hear them. And that's what we need to do. Just hear the word of the Lord and these beautiful promises. He hasn't promised you any any property over there in the Middle East, but he has <laughs> promised us eternal life and a place in heaven and forgiveness of sins. So yeah, I'm pretty well sure that's what we're going to get. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, brother. 
excellent starting off this new book with you and looking forward to uh, at least a couple more chapters together in Joshua. Everybody, that was Pastor John Lukomsky, pastor in Southern Illinois, also the host of Wrestling with the Basics on KFUO, Saturdays, 9 a.m. Central. Thanks for joining us. We thank our underwriters of the Lutheran Heritage Foundation. Check them out at lhfmissions.org. Until next time, everybody, I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. Peace. These are the voices of young Lutherans in Mexico City, children who are excited to learn more about their Savior, Jesus. But they need our help, because good Lutheran books for kids in the Spanish language are in short supply in Mexico. To learn how you can help tell Spanish-speaking kids everywhere about Jesus in a language they can understand, go to the Lutheran Heritage Foundation website at lhfmissions.org forward slash Juan 316. Welcome back, everybody, to Thy Strong Word. I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. We're looking at a new book of the Bible. We got Joshua chapter 1. We're back into the story, these Bible stories. Uh, yes, it is still the Old Testament. We have uh, Pastor John Lukomsky with us here, pastor from Southern Illinois, uh, also the host of Wrestling with the Basics on uh, KFUO 9 a.m. Central Time. And uh, yeah, you were mentioning, yeah, when are we going to get out to the New Testament again? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean— Three quarters of the Bible is the Old Testament, yeah, so okay. you you have to if you're going to read the whole Bible. Guess what? You have to read the Old Testament <laughs> three times as much as you do the New Testament. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just math. I didn't make it up. <laughs> but yeah, we, we we just read the first half roughly of Joshua chapter one, and yeah, we were just I, I liked what you were saying there about the Hebrew word there in verse nine for command. Right? Have I not commanded you? Yeah, I mean it does it does mean command. I don't think it's like yeah, a I'm wrong translation, yeah. but but it does it does have like you said like it has the idea still of um like a establishing something, like you know, putting something into effect. That's or, a good uh, word. Yeah, establish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like uh, like you you mentioned in uh, commission, um sometimes even like entrusting in, in oh, perhaps, I love you that. know. Yes, you know, so yes. there's there's like a yeah, there's there's a little there's a little depth there and the idea is, you know, God God's creating something, and, and and the reality that he's creating here is that he's made a promise um, on this land, and so when Joshua puts his foot down in that land, well, God's going to be there. Why? Because Joshua is, like, so awesome, and because Joshua is, like, you know, he believes in himself? No, because God has promised to be there, and so that's what we were getting at before, that, you know, the, the, the heart of this this whole thing is that God's promised to be there that's why we can have confidence and have faith. You know, you don't have confidence and faith that God's going to do whatever you want, because guess what? He didn't promise to do whatever you want. He promised he was going to do what he wanted to do. And so that, that's that's the two-part thing for us, that, you know, we, we go to where God's promised to be. So we go to his word. You know, we go to, to his people. We go among his people where his word and sacraments are on Sunday mornings, and hopefully uh, during Advent, Wednesday evenings, or whenever else that might be. Uh, we we receive those sacraments, trusting those words. That's where God's promised to be. And the difficulty, right, is that for Joshua here, um, there's going to be some times when they fail. Yes. Not not yes. everything is going to be successful. And so we would say, what is, is the is the promise broken? Like is is God like you know he's only like I don't know ninety percent like fulfilling what he said? Like well, 
no, it's conditional here. It said, you, you shall meditate on the book of the law day and night. You know, you're going to follow what I say and guard my words. If you don't, then I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be with you when you go headlong into to sin and straying and evil and wickedness. I'm not going to be there in that. I'm not going to bless that. Why would I do that to you? Uh, to commend that sort of thing to you. And so that that just highlights the need for Jesus because, you know, uh, we lest we feel like well, maybe this whole church thing just isn't working out. It's 2019, you know, maybe it's <laughs> it's lost some of its its <laughs> appeal, right. some of its relevance, yeah. right? But the thing is, there, there's there's no wavering in the true Joshua in Jesus. It, yeah, he fulfills the promise of God perfectly because he does, he did, he will. Uh, meditate on the book of the law day and night. I mean, like he is the word of God himself. So the promise, you never have to worry about it lapsing or, or, or it, oh, it didn't, it didn't work out this time or it expired or, oh, this time the sacrament didn't actually forgive. You know, sometimes these things happen. No, uh, that's what you get with the true Joshua. So so if, if things don't work out uh, and it's because of your sin, uh, you go back and meditate on the word. That's the commandment here, uh, which, as you said, is actually for us, Jesus Christ. And you learn, oh, that's right. We are sinners. So I need to repent of that and realize that's why Jesus died, so that my sins are forgiven. If things don't work out just because not necessarily you did anything wrong, but they just don't work out, again, you meditate on the word and Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Even Christians have suffering and trials, as did our Lord and Savior. But again, he promised to deliver us, and indeed, as he was resurrected, so we will be resurrected. So that's why yeah. the emphasis on meditate on the Word. That's where you got to go. As soon as you start looking to yourself and to your strengths and everything, it's going to go haywire. But you keep the focus on the Word, and, and then you'll see, okay, we got the promises. Uh, I, I'm not going to get what I want. That wasn't the promise, as you said. But right. we will. everything God said, that that's how it's going to be. Um, That's right. Before we leave these verses, because I know we got to yeah. press on, just real quick, because it's one of my favorite passages, that business about not going off to the right and the left. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I just like that because I think there's a tendency sometimes that we think there's one way, and that's the way we've got to follow. And and I think you got to realize, no, there's a sin on the right, there's a sin on the left. And often when we go after that one thing, we just end up in the other ditch on the road. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, there, there's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom there. There's There's always at least two ways to break one of God's commandments, yes, right? Yeah. Like it's, uh, and we, we, it's, and it's unfortunate because we often do this to, I think probably to make our, ourselves feel better. Yes. Um, un, unduly so, um, uh, because we'll go and compare ourselves and we'll be like, Hey, look at all those people going off to the right and straying yes. from God's command. Look, I would, I would never do that. Meanwhile, here we are way deep in the ditch on the left, <laughs> right? Like we have gone even worse than the people who went off to the right. Right. I mean, so that's just the thing is, this, this is like, a our Lord saying, "Hey, before you pull out the speck, look, take a look at that log in your own eye." I mean, it's th there's there's always a, a spectrum here, and it seems like very often, especially in these days of polarization, that that we forget that you can go uh, you can go far too off track either direction. And, and you're absolutely right. If we're doing it as we're thinking, we're so much better than those people that went off in the other ditch, right? Just yeah. like the Pharisee. Oh, thank God I'm not like those other men. <laughs> right. No, so, that's right. That's right. All right. I just had to throw that in because I, I just Yeah, no, like thank that. you. And I have to constantly remember that myself. I'm not criticizing somebody else because it's so easy for me to do it too. No, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's so yeah, sure something that we right. all yeah. have to yeah. constantly yeah. remind yeah. ourselves of that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and read the second half now of the chapter here. We went through verse nine. So picking it up at verse 10, 
the second half, and I, re I really like this because this really does just follow off of what we read in numbers, especially the part about the Transjordan yes. territory. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. But so here, here we go. Verse 10. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people, pass through the midst of the camp and command the people, prepare your provisions. For within three days, you are to pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the word that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land that Moses gave you beyond, beyond the Jordan. But all the men of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers and shall help them until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he has to you. And they also take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving to them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and shall possess it, the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. And they answered Joshua, All that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. So really interesting. They they actually repeat the thing that yes. God's been saying yeah. at the end, yeah. right? Only be strong and courageous. And it, it's really interesting how they I mean, you know, you know, there are these moments where God's people actually sounds like they're God's people, right? And we actually kind of seem to say the right thing. <laughs> it doesn't, not all the time, but there, there are certainly these moments. And, uh, you know, you know, they say uh, in, in verse 17, only may the Lord your God be with you. You know, they recognize that it's because of the promise that that God spoke. You know, and it's uh, it, it's it's cool that it's uh, that that form there. It's you know, may He be. Yahweh with you. I mean, it's sort of yes. like, yeah. It's, it's sort of like may, may he be, he will be. Uh, again, again, playing off that divine name that that Moses received at the burning bush. So, um, yeah, all all about the promise, all about who God is that He's promised to make all this happen. So, so the way I actually hear that phrase, "only be strong and uh, courageous," what He's saying is, "only have faith." have faith. Yeah. And, and, and then that's the thing. We say, well, how can I have faith? Because now I've got this fortified city that no one has been able to overcome. And yeah. that's the point. Well, then meditate on the Word then, huh? Maybe that's what you ought to do. Quit worrying about the city. Quit worrying about what you're capable of doing, but go back and meditate on that Word and remember the promises He's made and then just do what He told you to do. Uh, and, and, of course, man, now I'm jumping to the other story, but I'm thinking what He tells you to do, of course, is ridiculous. That's not going to help, but that's okay. <laughs> that's not the yeah, point. That's right. We yeah, no, no, that's just right. have faith. Be strong that, that's right. Well, I'm glad that you brought up, um, you know, before we read this, you, you mentioned uh, what our Lord said, yeah. uh, whoever would follow me must take up his cross and follow me, right? Yes, yes. Um, and and that, that really works well with this, right? Because again, um, it's not that God's going to go with you wherever you go, wherever whatever you want to do, he's going to help you with. No, nope, nope. he's going to be where he promises yeah. to be. He's going to do what he's promised to do. And so, I mean, that's just the thing. It's like, where, where has God promised to be? Well, he's promised to be wherever Jesus is, yep. so you should go follow him if you want to be where, where God is, right? I mean, that's the thing, right? He's, the, the promise to Joshua here is like, wherever you put your foot down, that's where I'm going to be. Of yes. course, it's only, it's only going to work because Joshua's actually obeying God 
in doing what he says. Well, this, it's kind of the same thing with Jesus. I mean, like, I mean, Jesus is actually the only one who truly always obeys God. So it's like, that's the guy you need to march behind <laughs> if you want to be where God is. So when, when things, you know, blow up in our faces and things don't work out, like as you were saying, uh, I think that one of the things we should consider is, well, hey, maybe I was trying to go somewhere where God didn't promise to be, right? Maybe I was trying to do something that God didn't promise that he wanted to do. Um, now, of course, the other side of that is like, just like you were saying, though, uh, maybe God's outlook on what success is, is a little bit different from ours, right? Yeah. I mean, after all, success for his son was dying on a cross. So perhaps, you know, we're, we're looking at it with the wrong perspective. But but yeah, you know, it, it's, the, it's the same thing. You know, here they are. Hey, we're going to we're going to follow you, Joshua, because God's promised to be with you. That's what we're saying to our Lord Jesus. Hey, you know, you are the son of God. Um, you you are the one when you were baptized that God said, you are my son with you. I am well pleased. We're following you. Like what Peter said, you have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? And and so you're right. So if you're going to be where God is, that means you're going to be in suffering and in death and in sacrifice, right? But again, the beautiful thing with Jesus is we know if we die with Jesus, we'll rise with Jesus. So it's okay to be with Jesus in suffering and even in death. Um, and I'm thinking of what these people have experienced, because 40 years in the wilderness, that doesn't seem like a really a good thing, <laughs> is that? <laughs> but but right. and, and you're right. It, actually, it wasn't where God wanted to be. God wanted to be in the promised land. You know, yeah. That was their fault. They were the ones that said we'd rather die in the wilderness. That wasn't God's idea. And yet, when we read this particular story here, it's remarkable the faith and the love that God has worked in these people, because I would be willing to bet you that these tribes here, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, if we would go back to the beginning of the story, and, and they had received what God had promised them, I think they'd say, well, we're satisfied. We're done. We're okay. <laughs> you guys go take care of yourself. But now, after the 40 years in the wilderness, they're saying, we'll do that. These are our brothers. We're going to go fight with them, because this is the land God has promised all of us. Uh, right. And it's a remarkable act of faith and love on their part. I don't think they would have done that. Uh, before the 40 years in the wilderness. I, I think God's worked some things in these people as well in all right. that time. Well, well, we remember uh, when we look back at numbers, just all the problems that we had with the Reubenites in oh, particular. Yeah. I mean, it was just Reuben was pretty much always the tribe that had basically insurrection on its lips. They, they, they were pretty much behind every rebellion and uh, attempt on Moses's life and all the rest of it, right? And um, and, and they had to be like punished like several times. And, and the thing that's so amazing is um, God never wipes out the tribe of, Ju of, of Reuben, right? Mm -hmm. you, you would you would think he would at some point, but but he never does. He always spares Reuben, um, you know, this this uh, tribe that's the descendants of the firstborn, right? Just he's okay, you're you're demoted. you, you don't have the privileged position. Judah is now number one, right? But I'm not getting rid of you. Like, I'm never giving up on you, right? So amazing, of course, and like you were saying, such mercy that Reuben's just even here still. Um, but but then, right, like if we recall what happened in Numbers, these are the tribes uh, that said, hey, 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 wait a second, hey, hold up, hold up, before we cross the river, this land looks really nice. Um, we have lots of herds, uh, we have lots of animals, this would be really fantastic, actually, if we could just stop right here, and you guys can go on ahead and cross the river and, you know, check that out. Um, and, and, and if we recall, <clears throat> when that happened, Moses is like, you Reubenites are at it again. Yes. Here you yes. are with your insurrection. I knew it. You know, I mean, like Moses, like <laughs> the first thing he says, he's just angry. You know, like, how, why would you say this? Let's just stop here. How could you? And, and, and what do they say? What do they say? They say, Moses, we swear 
if you give us this land, we will go fight with you. We, we, we will, we will go, we will stand by you, you know, arm in arm, you know, swords together. We will help our brothers take their possession, um, on the other side of the Jordan. Okay. And so, and so this is Joshua basically saying, Hey guys, it's time for you to fulfill your oath. You know, this is, um, I'm sorry, like I can't help it, but uh, I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings, and this this totally reminds <laughs> me. Uh, it's not it's not exactly right, but it, it kind of reminds me of when Aragorn um, he takes the, the the path like and finds those those warriors up in the mountains who had made this oath, and it's like a long time after they had made this oath and they had actually broken faith. I mean, kind of like the Reubenites, they'd broken faith way too many times, but but here he was, he was like, look, um, you're going to follow me, you're going to make good on your promise, and you're going to help us fight this fight now. It might not be your fight, but you you promised, and this is what you need to do. And it's anyway, it's a really cool moment. And uh, because he is the true king, they they like actually just have to follow him, uh, which is of course a very cool illustration of Jesus. But 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 here he is, right? I mean, it's like here's Joshua, who is the in some ways he's kind of the the, the king um, now, you know, following after Moses. And he's like, hey guys, you made this promise to Moses. Like I'm going to cash in this promise now. And, and, and AJ, I really, really appreciate the context you're giving us there. So these Reubenites, these are not good people. These are people that have been a source of problem all along. And yet, ironically, they already have their promised land. God's yeah. already given it to them. You think, well, those kind of people, they should be made to wait till last. But no, God's yeah. grace has given it to them. But again, how that worked faith and love. Because as you said, they made that vow, and now they renew that vow. This is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, we're, we're going, and, and we're doing it because we have learned that God's word is true, and we can trust in God. Now, we didn't. We didn't. There were a lot of times when we were the rebellious ones. We acknowledge that. But now we, we, we know that God is good and, and that God keeps his word. And so, yes, we will support and love our brothers. And that's what the Christian life is about. If there are people out there trying to be good Christians, they will just fail over and over again. You begin with realizing, no, we're not so good. And it's not in us to do these things. But, man, the Lord died for us, and he rose for us. And... and and then we're different. We're just we're new creatures. That's what the Bible says. You, you cannot do it by the strength of your will, but you can do it by, as it says here, just meditating on his word and his promises, and particularly what has been done for us in Jesus. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wonder, you know, if, if anyone else had gone up to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and this half-tribe of Manasseh, um, you know, if anyone else had said, hey, you remember like a long time ago, you, yeah. made, a, you made a promise to Moses— you know, I mean, like, you get the feeling because of exactly what you said, you know, because we inherently on our own are not good people. Yeah. You know, th they would have been like, oh, forget it, you know, whatever. You know, we said that a long time ago. That wasn't us. That was like our, our, our fathers and grandfathers. <laughs> right. Why should we be held to what they said, right? But but here it is. It's Joshua who's speaking to them. And I think it's significant, you know, because they, they know that God speaks through Joshua. You know, I mean, they, they know what Joshua means. They, they know that Joshua, that he was with Moses the whole while. Um, you know, it's just like you were saying before, you know, be strong and courageous. I mean, in some ways, when he when, when God tells Joshua that, he's just saying, Joshua, be Joshua. Yes, You know, exactly. I mean, like, that, that, that's, the, that's the name that I gave you. I mean, because, I mean, the name, you know, it, it means, you know, um, Yahweh has saved, but remember also, like in, in the Old Testament context, save here means like conquer. Right. I mean, like his, his name means, you know, Yahweh has conquered, you know, and so that's why you can be strong and courageous. That's why he can have the good report as a spy and say, hey, guys, we can take him. Let's go. Let's take the land. Right. Because he knows that that Yahweh is going to be the one to conquer and all this. And so it's because they're faced with this man who, who speaks for God, who has the words of God, that 
faith is inspired in them and they can be strong and courageous because they're following one who is strong and courageous, who does speak for God. I, I mean, and so that's, and so that's how it is with us, you know, I mean, like if we were, you know, told like, Hey, you guys promised to be good people. We'd be like, Oh yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like that, that was, let me eat my donut and do my own thing now, <laughs> you know, but, but because Jesus is the one who speaks to us, I mean, like it, everything changes and he inspires faith in us. Well, and see, that's what they say, AJ, isn't it? Just as we obeyed Moses and all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord, your God be with you as he was with Moses. So we're not obeying you because you're Joshua. We're obeying you because the word of the Lord has come to you. Uh, the Lord is with you, and and God grant us that that Lord would never leave you, because that's who we need. We we don't need a Joshua. We need what well, we do. We need a Joshua, but we need a Joshua who has been given us by the Lord. Uh, yeah, right. And and and, and yeah, and, and so you're right. And, and again, so my point is, it's all about faith. <laughs> right. They're not worried about obeying rules. They are worried. About, well, they're not worried about it, but they, but they're following this this faith they have that okay, here's the Lord. We see what He's done, even though we've been on re insurrection. Boy, I'm really glad you brought that context. I forgot about the Reubenites being the troublemakers, and yet here the God is still using us. Isn't this remarkable? He still wants to use us. What a God of grace! Yeah, yeah and no, He's still it, giving it, it, us our land already. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and God, God has been in this whole story so gracious with the land. And when we remember, you know, back in Numbers 32, and um, there, there it is. You know, pay attention to the footnotes, right? Like there it is in the ESV. It was um, where where was it here? It's yeah, in verse 13. You got your little footnote there that, you know, recalls back, in the, it says, see Numbers 32, 20 to 28. You know, when you go and you look at that, right, um, there's the episode, right, and Moses, you know, Moses at first being um, angry and then saying, okay, here's the deal. But what's so interesting about that deal that that they made, right, Moses said, right, like, okay, look, if if they fight with you guys, if they, if they join you in battle, right, if they come to your aid, then, okay, they make good on their promise and they get to have this Transjordan area. Yes. You know, the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and then half of the tribe of Manasseh. This is really interesting how Manasseh just splits in two, and they're like, well, half of us are going to take uh, this area that's beyond the Jordan, and half of us are going to go with everybody else. So Manasseh just ends up getting like a big uh, double portion, which you remember sort of makes sense because Manasseh's uh, one of the sons of uh, Joseph, and, and we know that Joseph got this extra big blessing um, because of the role that he played right. in Genesis, right? Um, again, the, the promises of God. But so, uh, but the thing was, was so what was so amazing about that promise that happened in Exodus 32 is that he says, okay, but if they don't, if they fail, right? If they if they they sin and they don't join us in battle, well, then they just have to inherit something over here west of the Jordan with the rest of us. I yeah. mean, that's it's crazy. It's like even if they were to say no right now, they would still have an inheritance. He still wouldn't be done with the Reubenites. I mean, it's, it's, it's God's so gracious with, with them and so gracious with us sinners, with us rebels. Um, no matter how many times we have rebelled, God's grace abounds. So, so are you telling me, AJ, that I could be a dirty, nasty thief, in fact, such an evil person that I'd be crucified. And yet in my dying breath, uh, Jesus would welcome me into his kingdom. Are you telling me that's <laughs> what he would do? <laughs> yeah, we we, rem we remember that we we had that it was the last Sunday of the church here that that was the reading. Yeah. Um, but before before Advent started up, you know that that amazing uh, moment between Jesus, our Lord, and the thief on the cross. Well, you know the thief traditionally um, on his right. Yes. You know, that, that sometimes uh, given given the name Dismas or uh, yeah. or the or Dimas, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing moment, right? Because it's 
he again he speaks in faith and he says lord or he says jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom and like what a statement of faith he's saying like to a man who's dying that you're going to have a kingdom yeah, yeah. well what does what does that say about what he what does it say That's about right. what he believes that, yeah. that must mean that he believes that jesus is being raised from the dead i mean and if he thinks that that makes him like the only person on earth who thinks that because everyone else That's thinks right. he's just a goner everyone yeah. else is like you know on the road to emmaus they're like ah uh, shoot we picked the, the wrong messiah again you know but yeah no that's right it's all about it's all about faith as you've been saying um i'll give you the last last word here like 10 to 15 seconds here oh, okay um, well real but, quick just just yeah. the word obey that was used at the end yes. here we will obey you and it's interesting that in the hebrew actually that word and i'm not saying this is a bad translation because that's the context again i appreciate you're always bringing in words are determined by context but the, the word actually means to listen and i think mm -hmm. people need to know that's the heart of it in fact it is the word that is used to what god does for our prayers now i don't think god obeys our prayers sure but he does hear them and that's what we need to do just hear the word of the lord and these beautiful promises he hasn't promised you any any property over there in the middle east but he has <laughs> promised us eternal life and a place in heaven and forgiveness of sins so yeah i'm pretty well sure that's what we're going to get yeah amen amen well thank you brother excellent starting off this new book with you and looking forward to uh, at least a couple more chapters together in joshua Everybody, that was Pastor John Lukumski, pastor in Southern Illinois, also the host of Wrestling with the Basics on KFUO, Saturdays, 9 a.m. Central. Thanks for joining us. We thank our underwriters of the Lutheran Heritage Foundation. Check them out at lhfmissions.org. Until next time, everybody, I'm Pastor A.J. Espinosa. Peace. You've been listening to Thy Strong Word, produced by the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate Office of National Mission in cooperation with Worldwide KFUO the official broadcast ministry of the LCMS. Your support is vital for this program to continue. You can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Thy Strong Word.